This is Dungeons and Dragons. This episode, Horse Frisbee, is the eighth episode in our first campaign, The Valley of Doors. This episode starts with about 15 minutes of discussion of rule changes and mechanics of how we play. If this is interesting, you don't have to do anything, just keep listening. If you'd rather skip that, you can go forward to 17 minutes and 20 seconds in the timeline, or you can skip to the next chapter if your podcast player supports it. Okay. Um, I put this into the uh, chat a little bit ago, but I have kind of reworked how healing and resting works. Um, so to give you guys a recap, what we're going to do now um it's going to be a little bit tricky and kind of require like a little bit of old school almost paper and pencil type but let's see how this works so when you take a long rest you will no longer get everything back automatically you're going to stay at what you're at and you will only be healing by using hit dice the trick now is that when you rest you will get all of your hit dice back um okay so it'll sort of add a little bit of variation and sort of get rid of the whole goofy thing about like, yeah, taking one night's rest is going to like bring you back from the brink of death and you'll be all good. Sounds a little weird. So we're going to tweak that a little bit. Um, otherwise short and long rest will work more or less the same. Just you can use however many hit dice you've got. Uh, and that's how that'll work. So cool. part two is that uh, med kits now actually do something um so what you can do is uh if you roll one of your hit dice and it's shitty you can spend a charge a, a, or a, a use of your med kit to basically roll it with advantage take the higher um so that'll actually give those things like a purpose to exist um cool and for now the only other part of it we'd have to worry about is uh also i'm going to make food matter um so you, you guys will have to buy or hunt or whatever for rations and essentially what that does is every time you complete a long rest you will kind of start the day by like picking a kind of ration you want to eat there's there's shitty there's average and then there's good so essentially what happens is if you eat an average one you get back your normal hit dice if you eat a good ration you get an extra one so that'll help kind of counterbalance the fact that you're not getting all of your healing back. Uh, and if you get a shitty one, which okay. is super cheap, uh, you'll get minus one hit die. So instead of getting all three, you'll get two. Um, so that's up to you guys to kind of gauge, you know, based on what you think you're going to get into that day, uh, what's necessary or not. It sounds a little complicated for me as I explain it like this, but it's it's not too bad. And once we get to that point, I think uh, uh, we'll we'll talk through it, and it'll it'll make sense. It's not. Not too bad. Yeah, we can just pull up the spreadsheet, subtract as we need. Yeah, I actually I have a, a spreadsheet going on my end right now. Um, so I will keep track of it on my own. If you guys want to rely on me to make sure of what you guys have and don't have, you can do that. Uh, or you can, you know, feel free to keep track on your end too, just for a second set of eyes and you know, double checking shit. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, so as of right now, you yeah. So when you hit, you can just talk us um, through it when we take damage or whatever. Yeah. Is this yeah. is this to solve I mean, a problem or? Yeah, it'll. Um, yeah, almost. I think it's a little bit too easy to heal up all the way, and I want it to kind of like make it a little bit more realistic. Uh, so there'll be a little, it's just basically adding a bit of variation in how much you heal when you heal. So yeah, it's, it's actually not too crazy, but, uh, so essentially what happens is now when you hit your long rest button, uh, in D and D beyond it, that's going to be still a thing you're going to do because that's going to reset all of your abilities and all that bullshit. But then 
whatever hit dice it says you have in D&D Beyond, don't worry about that. I'm going to keep track of that on my own. Um, and the only trick here is uh, it's going to reset you all the way up to max health, and I don't know how to make it not do that. So you just kind of have to kind of like, before you do it, remember how many you had and just kind of punch that in manually. So, cool. I mean, that's the only thing that long rest does, right? Is reset your health. Health and all your abilities and stuff. If you have stuff that revert. Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah, in, yeah, right. in that yeah, sense, right. you still need yeah, to worry okay. about it on, on here because it is still helpful. Um, I mean, and e- even doing it this way is a lot less complicated than paper and pencil, the way people had to do up until like two years ago. Yeah, it's no big yeah. deal to oh, yeah. every long rest have to adjust your health. Yeah, it, it, it'll yeah. add like another, I don't know, a couple seconds to the whole deal. Um, I said yeah, I quit. I figured. And hey, here, here's the thing. All this like, tinkering <laughs> and shit that I do, like if we get like a game or two into it and we're just like, eh, it's too much, then I'm I'm not going to like, you know, cling to stuff like that. So it doesn't work, doesn't work. Um. Where on D&D Beyond do we see our hit dice? Uh, it's when you click into short rest. Yeah, when you try and take a short rest. Uh, yeah, it's like the it's uh, right above the take short rest button. You'll see it. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so what I'm going to do now is because like food and rations and shit are going to matter a little bit. Uh, um, we can sort of like retroactively go back, like rewind a little bit and say, all right, yeah, before you guys headed out towards the forest again, you will say you like stocked up on some stuff. Um, and I kind of like pre-calculated like a couple of like packages that you might've, maybe you wanted to get. Um, so if you guys wanted to just get 12 rations, 12 days worth of food, uh, that's average It's 36 silver. And if you wanted to spread it out, four, 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 poor, four, average, four, good. It's fifty-four instead of thirty-six. It maybe I don't know. That's up to you guys for now. If you just want to stick to like the regular shit, like the average stuff, till we kind of like get the hang of it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Can you say that again? The average thing. I didn't quite get that. So yeah, the the quality of food you eat gives you either a subtracts or adds a bonus hit die. Right. So if you if you just get the average okay. level, average averages. level is status quo. You'll get back the normal amount. If you get okay. the good shit, which is a gold per per ration, uh, it it gives you an extra health die. So how do we use uh, health die? A little bit buffed. And how much does the average ration cost? That's that's your hit dice when you take short rest, long rest. And you see, you click whenever. this off, and it um, rolls for how much health you get back. We've always had to do that manually. That's one of the weird things about D&D Beyond. It doesn't do for you. I don't quite know why. Um, it it has boxes to check off to say, like, yes, I've used this hit die, but it doesn't roll it for you for whatever reason. So that's the same. We're just we're going to have to roll them the same way we did before. I didn't roll them before. How did I roll them? You might not have. When we took short rest, I, I think... I did it a couple of times. I don't know if anybody else did. Yeah, maybe you've just like... Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> maybe you've nef- actually never needed to. Um, so uh, yeah, for you... So you, you actually don't know the hit die thing at all? Okay, so it's... Um, yeah, I see For it. fighter, it's a D10. So basically that's like... Yeah, every time you go up a level, you basically you roll your D10 to see mm-hmm. how many hit points you go up and all that bullshit. Um. So now when you heal, because you're level three, you have three hit dice. So you will roll however many of those D10s you want to to gain that much health back. So you'll add, you'll for you, let's say you just want to use one of your three for the day. You roll it, you roll a five plus your con modifier, which is for you plus one. So you'd get six health back. And you have three of those dice per day. It's basically like a pool of expendable dice to roll when you want to heal. Okay. That's just for short rest and they reset for at long rest. Uh, it was, it, it was for short rests only. Now it's going to be everything. Like that's how you heal some total now. And that can be implemented at any time. Like, so I'm in the middle of a, if I'm in the middle of a battle, I can just, I can roll up. So mine is like, mine's oh, a one. Oh, no. Yeah. The, this is also going to be, 
yeah, yeah you have to take resting. a rest. short or long rest. So okay, basically. Gotcha. So okay. for long rest, are we are using all the hit dice. If you want, you can use as many as you want. You can save them. It's up to you. But when you complete, we can't really save them for long rest. Yeah, that, I mean there wouldn't them. be much point. But like yeah, when you take a long rest, you will now get all of your hit dice back. It used to be that you'd get like a few, depending on your level. So. Gotcha. Yeah, the, basically the, the big change here is that A, I'm getting rid of the automatic full heal. I think that's a little too overpowered. And then B, I'm basically saying like, yeah, you, you have the option essentially to put in a little extra money to get like more health back, essentially, in the long run by buying healer's kits and good food and shit. Better yep. food. So, yep, as we go through it, we'll... Uh, well, we'll talk our way through that. I, I guess, yeah, it makes it makes sense that if you've never actually used the hit dice thing before at all, that like that probably is coming out of the blue. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Yeah, it's not so bad. Um, so with that, do we want to just get a bunch of the average meals, the good meals, and so yeah, the price use those to kind of train, and then as we go on, maybe we'll yeah. So eight days. Maybe not yeah, twelve days for yeah. for a day's worth. Um, we're gonna call that a ration is a day's worth. Um, the uh, cheapest shit is five copper. That's the that's the shitty stuff. That's like jerky and hard tack and stuff. Uh, medium like regular average is three silver per. And then a, a good ration is a gold. And you said it was twenty eight. So for twelve for twelve or- average. Straight up, it's 36 silver. And would that be for each of us, or does that cover everybody? Uh, that would be, I mean, anybody can use them, you know. But you're buying basically 12 individual person's day's worth of food. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, I just understood it as like we were buying enough for 12 days. So that makes sense. Yeah, let's do that. 12 days. So that's, get us three, that's days, three days for all of you, right? yeah. If you eat them, which, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. So. Cool. If you don't eat one, it's essentially like, you know, I don't know. I didn't figure that part out. Didn't think that you wouldn't do that. So like if you just guys say like, eh, I'm not going to eat like, okay, how do I, <laughs> what happens then? I'm not quite sure. So I'll think of that. I like eating. <laughs> I'm gonna, You're looking I'm gonna so thin in game. Trying to make this into like a um, survival game. So well, how much was the medium meal? Can we just all buy that? Uh, yeah, I think that's what we're doing. So we're buying 12 of the medium rations for 36 silver. Oh. Why don't we buy more than that? Is there an encumbrance issue? You can, if you want. You can. I'm, I'm not going to worry about that yet, but I'm actually kind of tinkering, thinking about making that matter, too. We're going to add stuff as we go. And we'll see. We'll see how far is too far eventually. But for now, yeah, and no. I figured just because we're figuring out the me- the mechanic for now, like start with the basic one, and in a few days, we can decide if we think it's worth it to buy up. I or- mean, I yeah, I would do that, but then maybe just throw in a couple of good ones on top of it, just in case you guys are like, shit, I wish I had that right now. Yeah, that's a good call. So let's say I don't know. Four of the 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 great ones, which would be four gold. Sure. All right. What's the conversion rate again? Hundred to one for silvers. Uh, it's all ten. Ten silver to one gold. Ten. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. There was one other thing. Oh, um, in D and D Beyond, there's a checkbox when you do a long rest mm-hmm. that you can uncheck to prevent it from resetting all your HP. So we should all try to remember to do that. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing. I think that that is in case you, if for whatever reason you get a temporary boost to your, like your maximum, like somebody hits you with a spell where you get five extra, like to your, that Uh, will Uh. set that back down to your normal cap. If you uncheck that, it'll keep, it'll keep the cap Uh, artificially high. I think that's what that does. It took me a second to figure out like what the hell that meant too. So, um, did I not? Drop off my Warhammer to get service. You guys didn't, I think, because you decided oh, um, you have the tools to do it yourself. Oh, we would do yeah. that when we came back. Yeah, that's right. 
Well, we, that's right. We could do it around a fire. That's yeah. Right. Here's another thing I, I will say just that we could like kind of rewind and retcon for that because it's you doing it. I would probably make you roll a check of some kind to see how, how well it works or not, or you can just have him do it. Well, let's roll. What should I roll? Uh, let's see. What would that be? Maybe just straight intelligence. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that makes any sense. <clears throat> Should coin flip? Um, yeah, so why don't we just say um, D20 plus your uh, intelligence, which is a plus one. And I'll say right. 10 or higher, you got it. 16 plus one. Excellent. Nice. Uh, and if you want to do uh, yeah, Scott's as well. Yeah, I got a hand axe acid damaged. Yep. Uh, it's it's dinged down by two, is it not? I thought it was down by two, but I don't even see the modifier on it anymore. Yeah, it's, so it's on damage. It's 1d6 plus one rather oh, than there it is. So we'll say, yeah, per attempt. Uh, or like per rest, you can like attempt once per weapon, we'll say. All right. Uh, so yeah, if, if you want to fuck with his... I thought he can, just did one. His. Yeah, he did his. Yeah. He fixed his. So up. you said one per rest. I mean one one weapon. Or oh, once per right. weapon per rest. So he can he can try to, to fix up your axe too. All right. Oliver, you want to roll for me? And fix fix my axe? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Rolling. Ah. Oh. Uh, five plus one. Sorry. <laughs> not going to work this time. Not even, not even one. If I make it duller. That's all right. You don't actually use those that much, so. Only in emergencies. Um, okay. Uh, and with that, I think that's all of the weird housekeeping shit that I want to get into. Woohoo! Should be good to go. Uh, cool. So, you were um, heading back to Arch, uh, the um, Agarwald Forest, at the behest of the town's um, apothecary, Lizetta, who is sending you in there to uh, scour and hunt down and try to uh, harvest enough of a uh, a, my, uh, a mossy lichen that grows in the woods so you can make a a essentially a poison uh, slash deterrent uh, against dogs, wolves, canines of any kind, uh, which apparently is in uh, desperate need now that uh, these incursions into town are happening literally in ta- like feet away from the town square at night. Um, so you have been tasked with uh, going into the woods, which is always a little bit dangerous and try to find some of this shit. Uh, and your contact there is one of the druids of the druid circle, uh, whose name was Taiku. And off you went in the morning, bright and early. Uh, is there anything anyone wants to do on the way or just march on over? So we already got our food, right? Good to go. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Let's just roll them. Uh, so from Archmire back to kind of the edge of the forest where you actually have kind of been before. Uh, it's about a three-hour trek. I've heard that before somewhere. Um, and as you make your way back towards this area that she marked uh, on the map, the uh, it looks to be that between where you are and, and uh, or her little X on the map, the most direct route um, leads fairly close to the, uh, the direwolf den that you guys had found a few days before, um, but continues eastwards beyond that uh, to the destination marked as Mist Pools, uh, which is about halfway between the edge of the forest and the mountain ridge. So you're kind of going to be getting fairly deep into the woods, further than you'd gone before. Uh, so uh, with that, as you trek from the the edge of the forest on in with someone like to give me a survival check. Ooh. 
There's a new one. I have oh, a plus, plus two. Survival check, so it's oh, like minus you know, one. So I'm gonna leave that up to somebody else. Woodsman tracking, that kind of crap. I'm gonna do it. Um, plus one, so I'd go with Greg. Don't go. With Oof. Yeah, Oof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I can see. And you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Why am I so bad? At one of the so now that I've kind of got my feet under me too, and like um. I know I said it when we started, I want to roll everything secretly so I can fudge if I need to, because I don't want to like kill all you guys by accident. Um, <laughs> Let the I, I was, was going to say, at least in the beginning, if, if you guys kill yourselves, I, I want it to be something you did and not something I did. So, um, <laughs> But I think I'm going to probably make myself a, like a DM character in here. So I'm going to roll in D&D Beyond 2 so you can see that kind of shit. Some of it. There, there are definitely going to be some oh. secrets, which, by the way, now that we're mentioning that, I forgot. Um, this is going to be a little, a little weird. Can everybody give me just a straight D20 roll and tell me what you get? Indeed. And I'm yes. not going to tell you. Can I lie? Now <laughs> <laughs> so that we covered the fact that we could lie. I got an 8. I got a natural 20 and I'm not kidding. I got a 10. I'm not lying okay, or so fudging. Emily, 10 for Greg. 20 Six. for Scott. Okay. Is a check of some kind, but I'm not going to tell you what. Because if I told you what it was, or more importantly, if I told you to roll it in the moment, it would kind of telegraph the answer to something, and I don't want to do that. I, I want to know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Who, know, who cool. right. knows or recognizes like or, you know. Cool. So I got all your random D20s and then your survival check, which was like a seven, was it not? It was like a five plus something. Yeah. Oh, it was a total five. Okay. I mean, doesn't, doesn't much matter. Um, okay. So as you kind of make your way into the woods here, uh, the, the hills and ravines uh, of this area of the forest are, as you remember from being here before, because this is, like I said, kind of near that den, uh, it's almost maze-like in how they're arranged. It's it's actually very tough to keep track of what direction you're heading a lot of times, especially because of the tree cover. Um, and after a good, a good deal of like winding... Uh, your way through this terrain, you come Spooky. up to uh, a steep incline of rocks and ferns and stuff that stretches out um, to as far as your vision goes, left and right, both directions. And it's damn near a wall. Uh, it look It's climbable, but it is maybe a bit uh, daunting. So We have climbing gear. Believe you do, yeah. So, so does it seem like we have to get up there to get the moss that we're hunting for? Do we definitely? Have it's to it's in the direction you need to go, and yeah, I mean, you said it goes as far as uh, you can see. Manage to sort of twist and turn your way into an area where it looks like I mean, you could double back. It's going to take you like probably an extra hour or two to do that, or you can try to climb up it. Now, like I said, it's climbable. It's not like a sheer cliff face or anything. Like I don't know if you wouldn't even really necessarily need climbing gear you just need to climb it it's kind of like aggro craig style it's just more annoying it's just going to take us some bit. time gotcha yeah let's aggro craig it let's do it all right so or actually whoever wants to go first can go first but uh this would be a athletics first. or acrobatics check got a 10 athletics 10 uh garth tries to you can you can kind of go at the same time if you want to um, all right. I've got a plus five in acrobatics. Ooh. Uh, I got a 13 plus five for 18. 19 plus five for 24. 13 plus one for 14. I'm rolling like shit. Actually, everybody good enough. seems to have a relatively decent time. Um, uh, Frontalist, you, 
you catch a couple of rocks that are, are loose and like you have to scramble to kind of keep your footing and stuff like this as you're making your way up this ridge, but you, you get there. Uh, Gareth though has, maybe it's, maybe it's how much he weighs, God knows, but about halfway up, one of the rocks kind of breaks, uh, out from his, uh, under his hand and he falls back down to the ground. Uh, well, possibly falls back down to the ground. You can make a dexterity saving throw okay. if you want. That's also a 10. I'm rolling like shit. Oof. Okay. So at that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the rock does kind of break free from your grip and tumble down to the, the uh, floor below you about, about 10 feet or so, 10 or 15 feet. Uh, and you go along with it and take uh, only three bludgeoning damage. Not too bad. Okay. You managed to land on a relatively soft spot on the ground. Um, but everybody else having made their way up, uh, at this point it's easy enough to drop a rope down and, and give you something to climb on. So Cool. A little bit of treacherous terrain. But ultimately, nice. All right, what's up at top? Uh, cool. So you kind of crest over this hill uh, and see uh, more of the same kind of rough terrain. And as you kind of continue your way through this, this these choppy uh, outcroppings and trees and stuff, uh, there's it's very dark in here because the tree cover is almost almost total. But there are a few beams of light punching through here and there, and kind of uh, lighting up little spots here and there. Um, and as you crest one of these few rises off uh, to your left, only about 30 yards away, uh, you can see a fairly tall ridge line with more rocks and trees and junk like this, but there's a stream kind of hugging around it. And on the side that's closest to you where you're at, um, the ridge ends with a, another pretty steep incline. Um, and there appears to be a couple of tents. Uh, tucked up alongside um, the side of this little ridge. So this, you are, you guys are heading east at this point, and this is kind of to your left, north of where you are, about ninety to hundred feet away. And we don't see any activity. I uh, can make a perception check. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven, man, you're just like average today. Super duper yeah. average. Um, oh, by the way, um, as you guys, just so I know, as you guys headed out, um, we can kind of say like, yeah, you, when you took your rest, you sort of ate for the morning. Did everybody eat average? Did everybody eat something better than that? Average for me. Yeah, I just ate average. Yep. Just feeling pretty rested. Cool. Okay. Just wanted to know if who, who had how many hit dice. So, all right, cool. Um, so 11, um, it does not appear from where you're standing. Like there is any kind of activity over there. Looks, looks quiet. I think someone sneaky should go check it out. I can be sneaky. I am not sneaky. I have minus one in stealth. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to, we're trying to find Taiku. We're trying to find some moss, not necessarily trying to get in too much trouble. So I think I'll get closer and maybe quietly say hello like if somebody happened to be in the tent i don't want right. to be sticking my head in but i also don't want to attract too much attention from far away if if someone's too close i just want to see if they're good or bad yeah okay um so yeah i'll move up i'll move up pretty close to the tents enough to to see what's sweet. going on uh, stealth check if you would plus five let's see 17 plus five like a ninja. Nice. You kind of dart between, you know, shady areas of the different rocks and trees and shit and make your way up. Um, as you approach, uh, things on this, this, this little campsite are clearly in disarray. Uh, aside from the, there's two tents that you see there. Uh, there are also a couple of tanning racks with wolf hides on them stretched over. One of them knocked over, uh, in some sort of fray altercation of sorts um there are also a few small crates like eight inches by eight, eight inches like 
boxes almost uh, smashed open. So it's more of like a, a more of a hunter's campsite, not sort of, a yeah. druid inhabitant or whatever. Right, but there does not appear to be anyone there from what you can tell. Yeah, so I'll stick my hand in those little popped open crates, see what I can find. So as you start to kind of uh, rummage around uh, a little bit, um, there's some basic supplies like some ropes, um, you know, the kind of camping gear you would expect, sort of rough and tumble, like woodsmen, um, to to have with them on on an expedition. Uh, and at this point, can you give me a perception check? Uh, yes. Lots of die rolling so far here. Perception plus one, eight, eight. Okay. Um, okay. So as you're rooting through these boxes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is happening there out of the corner of your eye to your right, you see a very large shape approaching at rapid speed and you turn to look up, uh, and what you see, um, is a horse falling out of the air from the ridge above, spinning end over end like a frisbee <laughs> in your direction. Make a dexterity saving throw. Shit. Um, so I'm going to do that through here. Saving throws, dex plus five. 21. 21. Okay, you managed to... Uh, uh, avoid just, the flying horse? Just barely. <laughs> Get out of the way of the flying horse. I mean, so, like by an, an inch or two. No, it, it's dead. A normal horse, just a, a dead horse, just came flying situation. through the air at you. Um, and you guys saw this happen from like, uh, you know, however, however <laughs> far off you are, like 80, 90 feet away. Like, it came from like this ridge line that this this is overlooking this little campsite. You didn't see where what it came from, but you just saw this. Woof, 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 and Tark just barely get out of the way. And as Tark, this happens, and you kind of get up off your onto your feet, and you look up, uh, you see uh, a towering nine foot tall ogre, and it goes, "Ah, damn it!" And then yells, "Grims, get him!" And at that point, four goblin-like creatures. Uh, with tattered armor and wood shields and rusty swords all burst out from the bushes behind you and rush forward. And this is where we're going to roll initiative. Nice. Y'all got ambushed. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Threw a fucking horse at me. Ten. Are you fucking kidding me? 16. <laughs> Two. Oh, my God. I got a three. Wait. Oof, nice. Oh, plus nice. two, so I got a five total. Okay. Three minus one, two. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh wait, no. I had sixteen plus initiative, so uh, nineteen. Sorry. Nineteen. Okay, you're still first. So. Um, Good luck up there, uh, Tark. Actually, no. You you are first now. You weren't before. So. Nice. Uh. So. Um. You, you are first. One thing we got to do, though, is the fact that half of you guys aren't even in the fray yet. So we're going to put you down over here. Is that the ogre on the bottom right there? Yes. So he, uh, at this point, so I'm assuming as this, this all is starting to unfold, like, what are the rest of you guys doing? I guess we should ask that. Uh, Approaching. Yeah, we're coming up. I mean, or I guess the to the left there. behind those bushes. Yeah, you, you'd be coming up from uh, like that direction. You, you're at the bottom at this point. Okay. So you're, you're kind of like off the map, but for now. So you would be coming yeah, from that direction. Okay. So you guys are going to be rushing up into the fray. Mm-hmm. I imagine. So at that point, you know what? I will put you here because you weren't that far away. So, uh, cool. So Tark, I believe that is you first. So I'm in a bit of a pickle here. 
Um, I'm going to run and get between... Uh, what are they? Not ogres. They're... Goblins? Goblins? So uh, I'm going to go gremlins, between... Yeah. Gremlins. I'm going to go between three and four, and I'm going to cast Thunderwave. So that would put you, let's see... 5, 10, 15, 20, there-ish? Uh, yep, and then... Since That's close enough, yeah. Which, by the way, we, we did that wrong in the last fight. It should have been twice as wide. It, it, we did a 15-foot diameter, not radius, I think. We did. We had our geometry wrong there. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, but that's cool. fine. So now we know. Uh, so you're going to thunder wave those dudes. Go for it. What uh, Do I have to do anything for that? or? Uh, a wave of thunderous right. force sweeps out from me. Each creature within a 15-foot cube originating from you must take a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from me. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much and isn't pushed. All right, so four, number four, he rolled a uh, four. And number three rolled an 18. What is your... I don't think it's 18. Uh, armor class, 14. No, it's... Um, oh, it's... Uh... D- uh, 12, so it's 12. Your spell save DC. So generally speaking, your spell power is 12 which is what I have to save against, which he rolled an 18 plus, blah, blah, blah. So, Gotcha. So uh, Number three saves, number four does not. So four takes... Uh, 2d8. Yes, 2d8 thunder damage. Cool, go for it. Uh, da, 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 da. Four and four. So he takes eight and is pushed 10 feet back. So back to like the water's edge. Three um, takes half. Three is the one that failed. So he actually. Oh, three uh, failed. In, so he goes back yeah, into the bush. In the, <laughs> as he's being blasted back into the bushes that he jumped out of, um, he is uh, fried to a crisp. Nice. And is immediately <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And for number four, he takes only 1d8, and that is five. Well, what's he, what did you roll total? I think you just half it, the number. Oh, it was two four, so he takes four. Cool. That does not kill him, although he is um, definitely fucked up by getting hit by a fucking blast of concussive force. Yes. Although, it's yeah, it's not lightning, it's thunder, whatever. So you, you blew the other dude into pieces, I guess. And if it has any implications... Uh, the spell emits a thunderous boom audible to 300 feet. Correct. Yes. Um, good to know. So the, yeah, that the tent, uh, which I can't move cause it's not an object on the map. The tent goes <laughs> flying away as well. Um, so, and that brings us up to the other Gurmlins. Uh, and we're going to have number one is going to pull out a short bow and take a shot at dimly that rolls at two so his short bow bolt goes flying about 10 feet over your head uh and then number two is going to approach uh definitely not tark after seeing what the hell just happened there but he's going to run up kind of next to his buddy here also take another short bow shot uh, this time at friend and he rolled a natural one not only does his bolt go flying off into the woods accidentally shoots his buddy in he the jams face his crossbow oh like dick cheney style yeah nice um and goblin four gremlin four sorry um did not like what you just did to his buddy so he's gonna run up and Take a swipe at you with a sword. Rusty ass gross sword. Ooh, that's a 20. That is going to hit you, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You're going to get tetanus. Yeah, careful, man. <laughs> that is actually... That's, that's six damage. Ouch. He gets a hefty slash in through your uh, 
light armor. Stings a bit. And that brings us to Dimly. All right. I'm going to do a two-weapon attack against number one. Two-hander? Uh, no. I, I have two-weapon fighting. Oh. Um, so I'm going to attack with my Warhammer and Quarterstaff. <clears throat> All right. Um. That's what I do. I roll. Against number one, you said? Hmm? Yeah, number one. 15 plus 5 for 20. Nice. Yep. Uh, that is enough. Um, crashes through his rickety-ass wooden shield for how much damage? That is a 1d8 plus 3 for a 9. And I get the other one. So the uh, follow-up attack is with the quarterstaff. Well, I, I'll save you the trouble. All right. <laughs> Nine with a warhammer. <laughs> he's like half, he, he's half paced at this point. <laughs> How big are these things? They're tiny. They have seven hip points. Can I, um, can I use the, the two weapon, the second weapon against the other guy or no? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I got to delete this dude here too. Sorry. My bad. Uh, don't add ability modifier to the damage of the bone attack. All right. So I'll roll again for the quarter staff. Um, 19. Yeah. See, now you guys are got the good rolls are coming out. You guys had a <laughs> shitty uh, time getting here, but. And I roll four. The the ability modifiers for the damage, I think it said. So I don't get the I don't get the the damage uh, bonus. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I okay. Think so it's four for the yeah. second guy. So with a, a quarter staff, you said yes. Yeah, so a, a whack across the face with a big old fucking Gandalf staff. He looks a little bit dazed, but he's still on his feet. Um. So that brings us to the ogre, uh, who has hopped down off of the ridge uh, over to the right here, and sizing you guys up as a group, uh, his eyes uh, uh, meet with uh, Gareth, and his eyes just basically light up, and he starts he just grins ear to ear and chuckles to himself, and he takes out he's got his this big ass club with a stone like the size of almost like a basketball on the end of it uh, and points it right at you and just starts kind of lumbering over your direction uh, and he has 40 foot movement actually so that means he can actually get over to you right up on yeah, your big dude big boy so he can actually get right up at you that's about as far as you could go um and yeah, so he wants a piece of you for sure, uh, and he's gonna swing that big ass stone club at you. Uh, that is a fourteen. Yeah, that's not gonna hit, right? Fourteen. Okay, I'm gonna spend one of my superiority dice and use my uh, um, maneuver repost, where if a creature misses me with a melee attack, I'll. Uh, I can use a reaction and make a melee attack against him. Nice, go for it. All right, I'm going to swing with my long sword. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, that hits. Yeah, he's only got some shitty scraps oh, of high shit. armor. So, All right. Yeah. Yep. And then rolling for damage. Uh, got a five plus three, eight. Uh, so as he swings his club, and you're managed to kind of duck out of the way and it clomps against the tree that you guys are kind of standing next to. Uh, you're, you're able to sort of take a jab at him with your sword and uh, it makes contact. It goes in, but he doesn't really seem to notice it because he's a fucking ogre. Um, so, and I believe that that was his turn. So now it's your turn. Oh, me? So you guys are going to duke it out here. All right. 
All right, I'm going to take another swipe at him with my longsword. Come on. Yes. Uh, 23. So roll for damage. That's very much a hit. Yeah. 3 plus 3, that's 6. And I'll expend a, I'll do an action charge so I can take another turn. Nice. Okay, I'm going to swing going hard on him. I like it. Uh, 11 plus 5, so 16. Mm-hmm. And Just hacking into for him. damage. Eight plus three. Sweet. So what another eleven? Eleven. Yeah. Twenty-three. Okay, yeah. Twenty-three total so far. Um so yeah, you're you're managing to uh make uh quick work of this dude, although I mean he's about he's got about a foot and a half even on you. Uh and his skin is like a rhinoceros hide. It's thick as shit. So you're you're cutting him up, but he doesn't seem to mind so far. Uh, friend, you're up. Unless, unless Garth, you have something else. Oh um, no, I don't. I'm good. I'm right next to that ogre, so I'm going to chaos bolt him. Uh, throw that at him. Uh, nine plus five is fourteen. His AC is eleven, by the way. He's he's hard and... to not hit. Uh, five and seven on the damage, which is lightning and psychic. I'm going to go with lightning. Or does that have to do just both of them? It's one of the two you get to pick. Yeah. 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 I want to do lightning on him. So, so wait, you, you rolled. <clears throat> so let's do that. Did you roll all three dice for damage? I, we always have this problem. I think it might be wrong in D&D Beyond. So I roll the the plus five, which is yeah. your hit one, and then the damage just it rolls the two d at the same but they, time. But but the spell says on a hit, target takes two d eight plus one d six damage. I think when you when you click the, like the yeah, for some reason when when you click automatically to do the damage, it just doesn't do the d six. I don't know why. But two. So that was a total of twelve plus two, fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, that is. All right, so that is that is a hefty lightning bolt, lightning bolt, um, straight up into this dude's chest, and uh, he's like, like definitely not a fan of that. Um, and now, for the first time uh, since this whole altercation started, he seems to have taken notice of something other than Garth, and well, Tark when he threw the horse at her. But um, speaking of Tark. You're up. Unless friend wants to move, I always I always jump the gun there. Uh, I'm gonna move back just uh like ten feet. That puts you like, or uh, he's got forty five foot range. Now I'll stay where I'm at. That's fine. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I mean, that's good. You could kind of like back up off the he's map, up, so to no speak. But yeah. I don't know. You'd have to like walk between Dimly and me to get to. So, no. All right, go. I mean, he's already kind of right up in there. So, but uh, yeah, Tark. Uh, so I've got two weapon fighting. Can I do like one dagger, then move, then do another dagger? Definitely. All right. So first dagger, I'm going to go at number four right here. Yeah. Um, that is plus five. That is nine. To nine hit. to to hit. Uh, so that actually, he manages to get his shield up in time, Damn. Uh, and it punctures through the shield, but doesn't hit any. It doesn't hit any gremlin. All right. In that case, I'll take the other dagger and go at him again, which will be this time uh, sixteen. Oof! Barely, barely hit him, and that's six damage. Six damage. All right. So that is enough. And your knife goes plunging into, I don't know. What do you think? Where? Uh, I was aiming for like the his belly button, basically. Oh, okay. That's not where I would have gone. That's what but, I was picturing, yeah. too. That's what I was picturing, too. Because I, yeah. I got the left hand stuck spot. in the shield. I kind of pull the shield up to expose his chest and then go in with the right. And then, ah, uh, okay. I like that. King Hippo style. Oh, yeah. You should go all the way through, all the way through. 
Nice. Uh, cool. So that's your action. Anything else? Um, nah, I'm good. I don't want to get any closer to them and I can shoot them from the <laughs> to Sting. Sting the fuck out of that mess. All right. You should just take a seat on the, uh, the bench right there. I take cover behind the dead horse. <laughs> I crawl inside it. I for would warmth. give you a plus one AC. Maybe for start yeah. field dressing um, that horse for us. All right. I'll, I'll, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's looking like half eaten. I don't know if there's much there for you, but, um, uh, da, 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 da. goblin, goblin's up, gremlin. So he's like seeing that uh, two of his comrades nearby, uh, or three actually at this point, uh, have all been ripped to shreds or some such in the span of about twelve seconds, literally, and is like, uh, not into it. So he's going to take one sort of like. As he's kind of leaning and lunging away, he's going to swipe it dimly with his sword. And that is a 21 to hit. So he does hit you uh, as he's turning to fucking run. Uh, And that is a six slashing damage. Yeah, he got you good there. Uh, and he has an ability called Nimble Escape. As a bonus action, he can disengage or hide. So he is going to do that. Motherfucker. And get the fuck out of there. Wee. Does that mean he doesn't get an opportunity attack? That is correct. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leaving just the ogre, uh, who is surrounded by three of you at this point. Um, you got it, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Just going to like pull out some jerky, watch the show. Uh, I think dimly this is your turn now. All right. I'm not mistaken. Hmm. I am going to. How much hit points does this guy have left? Oh, does he have left? You don't know. You, he's taken 37 if you're keeping 37. Track, but... He's got to be hurting. Um, um he's he's got some gashes but he's he doesn't seem to be all right particularly then. worried about them yet i'm gonna go with thunderous smite nice sounds cool it uh nice. so that makes a big noise but i also get 2d extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target if i hit nice so and you, you can choose hit, so. you can you can choose to do it when you hit or not yes Five. so the first time you hit so i'm I will wait until I can hit. So I'm going to take a big old swipe with the Warhammer. Two-handed. Um, Two-handed. Nice. Yes. All right. So come on. Ten hit. Plus two. Ten plus five for 15 to hit. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an nice. AC of 11. So, yep. All right. And 1d10 plus three. Ugh. Uh, and then I get uh, 2d6. Uh, so four plus two d six. That's right. You repaired your thing. Okay. Plus two more. So for six damage, Ugh, got ripped off there. All right. So total. Sorry, I was looking at something on your sheet. What was that total? Uh, six. Wait, really? Yeah. For the hit and then the thunder smite. <laughs> yeah. Both. <laughs> thunder smite is two d plus two d six, and I hit. I rolled ones for both of them. Oh, are you shitting me? Oh. Yeah. And then your your normal damage was like was four. Five? Five, four. four. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. You suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Um, in a, a very unfortunate turn of events there, uh, you, <laughs> you had a really good opening, uh, and it just happens to grease him a little bit. Um, and yeah, it makes a little bit of a louder noise. It's almost like a, like a big bongo drum as you hit him in the gut with this thing. Um, but not a lot. So, um, that gives us, uh, ogre, ogre's turn. So he is now looking at you guys and he's like still enjoying himself, but he's realizing you can see on his face, like this is actually going to be a bit of a challenge this time. And he may not be used to that. Um, 
So he's going to take his club again and go after uh, Dimly now since... Uh, actually, no, no, he's going to keep going after Garth because Garth is the one who's really been fucking him up. So Brian. Uh, <clears throat> that is an 18. Got a 19 armor class. Yeah, I think you're still wearing your heavy shit. So yeah. Yeah. So he manages to like clang off of your and you have a shield too right yeah so as he as he comes down on top of your your shield and your heavy armor uh you're able to fend off the blow and you actually notice um as he's kind of like pulling his club back that the stone on the end of his club actually looks like it's cracked (laughs) a little bit i guess i'll use a superiority dice again against that attack uh 17 Yep. Plus oh, one plus three, so four. So he's now he's okay. like kind of taking a little bit of effort to uh, defending himself, and he's like kind of still taking some hits, but managing to sort of mitigate a lot of the damage there. Um, and now it is your turn, Garth. Well, I'm gonna take another chop with the longsword, and I got a. 23. Yep. Okay, rolling for damage. 5 plus 3, 8 total. So at this point, um, with that slash kind of across his chest, it actually caught a soft spot and is like put a pretty big tear into him. And he's looking uh, like he's uh, starting to feel it a little bit at this point. Um, so that brings us to Frenolith. I'm going to try to do a cool catchphrase and <laughs> hit him with a firebolt. Hey, look ogre there. Uh, firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I love it. One oh, plus man. five. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, as as you point in the direction behind him, he actually does turn and look, and in doing so, he manages to dodge your fireball. So, good job, man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, and luckily, your fireball hits a rock and not a tree. So, no forest fire today yet, <clears throat> at least. Um, Tark. I am going to go with the short bow. Let me check uh, something real quick here. How how what's your distance on your short bow there? Uh it's eighty. I think I'm good. I missed though. Sixty. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Yep. Oh, you missed. Oh, no, okay. eleven. Which I think still misses. Uh no, eleven hits. If, oh, if nice. that's what that was. Uh, one d six plus three. Uh, it's nine piercing damage. Nice. All right. So now. He's an ogre with a f- arrow sticking out of him. And because there's another enemy near him within five feet, I can deal an extra 2d6 damage with my sneak oh, attack. sneak. Yes, yeah, because he's engaged. That's true. Um, Where's my six? Hey, it's just regular die. Uh, one and five, so six more. Six more? Oof. All right, so that caught him right in the neck. Yeah. And he's just at this point, he's like kind of stumbling back a little bit and blinking his eyes a little heavy. Uh, and uh, looking alarmed, we'll say. Uh, that brings us to, I believe, Dimly. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just going to hit him with the hammer again. Just wailing on him. All right. Rolled a nine plus, sorry, six plus five for 11. 11. Uh, yep. Yeah, just barely. Ended swing here. <sighs> Motherfucker. One plus three for four. <laughs> me and you. Oh, Every man. Night. Being an ogre, yeah, he's he uh, still somehow on his feet, even though you managed to hit him. I mean, you're, you're a dwarf. He's an ogre. So you kneecapped him with that one. So now he's he is down on one knee at this point, and he's like, "Oh shit, what am I doing?" He's he's that's what he's thinking in his head. 
Why did I throw the horse? <laughs> Why? Um, yeah, so at this point, actually, um, given what is happening here, he is going to try because he does have a self-preservation instinct to get out of here. Uh, but that does mean that both Dimly and Garth will get attacks of opportunity on him. Nice. Okay. Do I roll for that now? Yep. Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. Uh, two <laughs> plus seven. <laughs> okay. So yeah, he manages to, uh, sort of stumble out of the way of that accidentally, uh, Garth. I rolled a natural 20. Ooh! Nice. Take that, buddy. And so damage. First rolls. Four plus three, so seven. I get a double, right? Uh, so, wait, wait, let me see. You're hitting him with what now? Longsword. Longsword. So you would roll. Um, well, you're doing two hand, one hand. I guess one because you one have your hand. shield. Up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it'd be you roll two d eight plus three. Okay. So I rolled four and a four. So eight plus so eleven. Just enough. Two hit points over what he had. Um. So he he tries to turn tail and run. Does not get away. Felled by Garth. Stabbed in the back. Good work. And he falls over and thuds onto the ground. You have averted this battle the worst is of ogre. that. And I keep, I keep, tr- <laughs> I keep trying to throw like crazier like there's there's like online sites that you can calculate how difficult a fight is going to be, and I keep going higher and higher and higher. And you guys don't ever seem to have too much trouble. So I'm gonna have to because we're sick. Fuck some shit up here soon. Those goblins were really supposed to be harder yeah. than that. I think you. I don't know if you missed them on them. once, maybe possibly. I feel like we crushed them, but also whenever they hit, they did a good chunk of damage. They, yeah, they they were tearing you guys up with some uh, jagged, rusty swords there. And they have they have a high armor class for something so small. So I figured it would be like, you know, maybe not quite that easy, but yeah. I got some pretty good rolls in the beginning. We both did. Yeah, you, did. you guys, yeah. once combat started, you were like, you were rolling. Not me. Your one chaos bolt did uh, did some damage there. That was not bad. I had a good line. I got that going for me. All right. So now with uh, the wreckage of this battle, all 30 seconds of it. All right. So I walk back over to the same crate. And start to stick my hand in it, but as soon as I do it, I like I'm a little scared. So I like look in the same direction the horse came from the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horse trap. Slowly Classic. put my hand back in no, the crate. <laughs> no more, no more flying horses. You're you're, ah, you're good. Okay. Um, that's a, tra- a trap you definitely can't check for. Uh, <laughs> do a horse check. Uh, like do a, do a dead horse, horse check. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, among the, uh, among the other kind of basic supplies and shit, uh, you do um, manage, uh, with a little bit of time and effort to find a couple satchels with, um, some money, not a ton. There's 11 copper, uh, nine silver. Uh, if you would like to take them, the pelts themselves there's three wolf pelts. Uh, and give me... Fuck it, I'll just give it to you. I was going to have you roll for it. You've done a lot of rolling today already. Uh, the club that the ogre was using, and the, the stone at the end of it, like I said, is kind of oblong, almost the size of a basketball. The thing's fucking huge. Uh, as he was fighting with Gareth and hit his shield, the stone cracked. Um. And you notice that the inside where this crack is, is actually has a slight pinkish color. It's an infinity stone. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we investigate it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should Garth like smash it over a rock or something? Yes. Smash it. Me Garth smash. smash. 
Easy enough, more. yeah, with, a, with uh, enough uh, time and effort, and you guys have already made a fuck ton of noise, so what's the harm? Um, it does crack open, and it's a geode. He had a geode on the end of his fucking club and didn't even know it, because oh, he's an ogre. That's cool. I'll take it, see if we can sell it. It's a yeah, nice touch, at least, <clears throat> at least you can sell it for a bunch of money, although I don't know. it's it's You guys, you guys would be familiar enough with it to know that it's quartz. Um, so I don't know if there's some other use for it that you guys know of or want to keep, but um, we can hash that out. Well, or you can just sell it to town it. and get it cut and polished. Yeah, I want to make it into a nice little uh, dining room table for my cottage. Mm-hmm. Cut it, cut it into like little figurines of uh, horses. Yeah, sure. As, as a keepsake of of the uh, event there. Yeah. So big ass geode. Does the ogre um, have anything else of value? Um, not really. No, I mean, there's, I mean, if can you we, get creative, eat it. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I mean, you could. Sounds like one of the uh, negative hit die meals. Yeah. I don't think we want the ogre meat too gamey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, having cracked this thing open, we'll say it's, it's split into four chunks and, spread amongst the four of you guys it's not too hard to carry like on its own this thing is like you know given the size of it hefty it's like probably 50 60 pounds if i remember looking that up correctly but broken up not too bad uh so um i'm gonna start a metal band called ogre geode it's already one of my favorite bands actually (laughs) their new ep flying horse meat enter the flying horse um <laughs> yeah okay it works for me 